Welcome to the Art of Preventing Stupid podcast. I'm Matthew Neal Davis, an author, lawyer, and owner of one of the fastest growing law firms in the country, built on the idea of helping businesses make smart decisions. I'm going to teach you in this podcast how to protect, improve, and grow your business by dealing with your problems before they happen, because prevention is direction. Vamos, amigos. Matthew Davis here reporting for duty at Davis Business Law Central, also known as Art of Preventing Stupid Central, before the road microphone on a bright, shiny, sunny morning, ready to dish out about ineptitude. And as I dive into this, I'm kind of grimacing about ineptitude. You know, this is in stark contrast to ignorance, which I kind of find inspiring because of the upside of ignorance being mastery. Ineptitude, on the other hand, just kind of disgusts me and pisses me off. Here's the deal. We all do it. We're inept over and over again. You know why? Because we're humans, right? Those pesky humans, and particularly entrepreneurs. You know, on one hand, we've got this great discipline of getting things done. On the other hand, we're an ill-disciplined, rowdy bunch of people who get our eyes on the prize. And yeah, that prize may be the next big deal. But if we're not tending our shop in the way we know it needs to be done, then we are on an adventure in ineptitude. Bringing this back to your course outline, that is, The Art of Preventing Stupid, available over at Amazon or Barnes & Noble, we're on Chapter 14, Ineptitude in General. And that's the extent I bother to follow along with the book because... You know, I used to teach income tax and business law at the local college, and I really did call class story time with Uncle Matt because it's those examples that bring to life these somewhat otherwise dull subjects. Again, at its essence, ineptitude, when you know what you need to be doing to make one of the seven business systems run right, air quotes around right, because there's a lot of subjective in that, but you don't do it, okay? So the first presumption in examining ineptitude is that you know what you should be doing. Let's say that again. You know what you should be doing. If you don't know, then we're in the realm of ignorance. This distinction makes ineptitude less of a danger to start up or grow up businesses than it is for scaling and mature businesses. Now, those four distinctions are from an article by David Marcos called Evolve Yourself to Scale Your Business. You can get it online if you want me to email it to you, mdavis at davisbusinesslaw.com. I love it. I use it all the time for our firm and for our clients. He defines startups as one to five employees, grow ups as six to 15 employees, scale ups as 16 to 215 employees, and mature companies as 250 employees and above. Now, these distinctions are really useful in knowing the pulse of your company, so much more than revenue, which can be padded by cost of goods and other expenses. And I know there's other ways to look at accounting, but main point, think about the number of employees as you think about where your business is in ineptitude and ignorance, okay? For instance, our firm is in the grow-up stage, and while we're still acquiring skill sets, and always will be, you know, you never quit learning if you're growing, We will be in the scale-up category within a year. And we feel the pressure of ineptitude looming 
as we add more employees. You know, when we were a small, tight-knit team that all rubbed elbows all day long, our ways just kind of rubbed off on each other. And as we add team members, the need to detail out our systems is very obvious. And this is why Jamie spends a day a week out of the office simply devoted to writing and reorganizing our system. And as you grow through Grow Up and Scale Up, your company has to do this or it's going to spin out of control and then ineptitude will set in because you've not defined, measured, and directed the way your business is going to operate. In short, your success does not mean an opportunity to slack off. Instead, it demands change of focus to building a sustainable, well-run business. And the threat you have as you grow is not your ignorance so much as it is your ineptitude in not doing that. That's your vulnerability. There's a great example of ineptitude in the history of Boeing. And I use it all the time when I'm teaching about ineptitude. And given the problems they're having right now with the 737 MAX, which is also a study in ineptitude, let's dive in. Back in 1935, the U.S. Army Air Corps, the predecessor of the Air Force, put out a request for new bomber designs. Several companies showed up with their prototypes at Wright Field in Dayton, Ohio. Boeing brought its model 299, and it was a beautiful, powerful four-engine plane. And then it's showtime. Model 299 speeds down the runway, lifts off, and promptly crashes. Killing people, right? Right in front of all the potential purchasers. You just killed people in front of your customers because you can't get the plane off the ground. What? But the plane was airworthy. It was well-built. But the crew forgot to unlock the control surfaces because they didn't run a checklist. The crew never had a chance, and it was nothing short of ineptitude. Now, back in those days, there was this spirit in aviation of pilots as kind of swashbuckling, daredevil risk takers. I mean, you know, one of our great Oklahoma heroes, Will Rogers and Wiley Post, they died because of that. And the crash of the Model 299 is one of the reasons that those days have come to an end. The checklist pilots go through now, and man, especially commercial pilots, is amazing. And it's there to prevent ineptitude from leading to stupid, deadly mistakes. And flying obviously has very inherent dangers in it. And that's why all of the constant attention is there to avoiding ineptitude. And that begs the question, what are the dangers to your business from ineptitude? And ultimately, I mean, we could start with your family's financial future and go into your stress level, your general psychological health, and the jobs of the employees you care for. My point is, everything you have built demands the same attention to ineptitude that flying a plane does. And not taking your business that seriously is just plain stupid. And we're all about preventing stupid, right? We do not need to be put in compromising positions that threaten our health and wealth because we can deal with our vulnerabilities. That's why building your immune system to threats from ineptitude is so important. The danger of not paying attention to what we know how to do, especially as our organizations grow, becomes absolutely critical. It's not really a question if things are going to happen and go haywire. It's a question of when. Just like it is with catastrophes, ineptitude happens, and we need to work with it to prevent it and or be prepared for it. 
Here's the deal. Dealing with ineptitude is not just about protecting your business. Yes, it is about protecting your business, but when you deal with your vulnerabilities, you make your business better, stronger, faster. Like the $6 million man, for those of you that caught that. This leads you to accelerated growth. You get to where you want to go faster and with less stress. And there's some real peace of mind and bottom line in that. So that's my morning rant about ineptitude in the abstract. I'm going to be back next week with the example of Johnson's Hardware, and that's in Chapter 15 of The Art of Preventing Stupid. Meanwhile, we'd love a five-star review over at iTunes if we deserve one, and check us out at artofpreventingstupid.com. That's our webpage for the book. And thanks again for listening. I'm out of here to go plan a kayak trip with my buds. Adios and buena suerte. And meanwhile, don't be stupid.